Angie Coombs. The waterfall journey essential for travelers. How to know you are living in the waterfall? The waterfall journey is not based on who we might feel God is, but rather it rests on the character of God, his nature and his word. He cannot act outside these truths, he cannot lie. His very essence is love. A relationship with God is not just about facts, but of understanding and experiencing his love. Imagine you are standing under a waterfall of love and it is the love of the Father which flows over you and through you. This is not a trickle, but a thundering, drenching cascade, bigger than every waterfall on earth, for you. If this is difficult for you to experience, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Practice. Stand under the shower and imagine the water as love. What you feel does not count. God's love is flowing to you. Choose to believe it. Let us remember that the waterfall journey is all about God and his love. It's about his story and the amazing invitation we have, not only to be trusted members of his family, but to be used in his plans and purposes. Our stories have importance in kingdom terms. The waterfall journey is God's perspective on life and the how do I live out being a disciple day by day. If you have not listened to the first series of these podcasts, The Waterfall Journey, Episodes 1 to 19, I suggest you do so to understand God's heart and how to walk with him as Jesus walked. The final words of Jesus before he ascended to heaven passed the baton of the purposes of God on earth from himself to his disciples. The words of the Great Commission in Matthew 28 are well known to we who call ourselves Christians. But making those words live in our life takes all the resources of heaven and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Let us remind ourselves of God's intention. Love is the driving force for the Father to create his family in his image. We, as God's children, are designed to both work with the Father, trusted and spirit-led as we serve his purposes in the outworking of the story, and to be held in a loving relationship where heart, mind and spirit are one. God's intention was graphically shown in Eden in Genesis 1 and 2. Why the waterfall? Well, many years ago, in the early stages of this ministry, the waterfall was a God-given picture. It has proved significant for many, being evocative of the experience as well as the connections of the relationship on offer. Imagine you're standing in that waterfall of love flowing over you and through you. My way of connecting with this experience was to imagine when in the shower that the water was the Father's love. I imagined it not just pouring over me, but through me, washing away the dark, 
cleansing and filling. This is the river of water of life, the wellspring of life that Jesus speaks about in John 4. It is the love that flows from the Father. It is also symbolic of the deep spiritual connection through which every need is sustained within us, ensuring that the life of the children mirror the harmony and the rhythm of the Father's heart. The living water sustained life in Adam and Eve on every level, an experience of having all their needs fully satisfied within that relationship. This is the waterfall, the place of abiding in the Father's presence. Jesus modelled waterfall living as he walked the earth, and it is where we were created to live. We are all created to be sustained by the Father in three crucial areas. To know we are unconditionally loved, and so we have a place of security and safety where we belong. To know we are valued as individuals and have worth in the eyes of others. To know that we matter. And to know that our life has meaning and purpose that our being will make a difference. We are significant. The fall, Adam and Eve's disobedience to God's command not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, had immediate consequences, physically, emotionally, and in the broken relationships. Adam and Eve were put out of the Garden of Eden. They were each then alone in their loss and fearfulness no longer safe and secure. Those things that they drew from the Father were now lacking. Instead of being dependent on their Heavenly Father, they were now living independently, and that was a fear-filled place. The Father, in his grief, describes what they have done in Jeremiah 2, verse 13. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. We are born into the fallen world. Instead of having love tanks filled in the waterfall, we experience emptiness, thirst and pain. But we are driven to be filled so we seek out those things which we think can satisfy our thirsts. We dig our own wells by our own efforts. We work at what we put in our buckets, and what we use to try and fill the emptiness becomes our idol. It exhausts us, and for all our effort it cannot satisfy or sustain. We were created to have our needs met in relationship with our Father, not by our efforts, but out of the abundance of His love. In addition, our thinking is distorted. The consequence of eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is we think we know best, we think we know good from bad, we think we know right from wrong. Now we can play God in our lives and the lives of others. God is redundant. We will survive our way. But we learned that God had a rescue plan. 
Jesus came and walked this earth and took the burden of our sin on the cross that we might freely enter again the presence of the Father where we were designed to live. That is to come back to the place where we stand, again connected heart to heart and spirit to spirit with the Father, as in Genesis. The waterfall is only ever a step away. The enormity of what Jesus did on the cross means that as we recognise our sinfulness, we can change direction away from our cisterns by repenting and then we can step through the cross into the waterfall, home with the Father. There we are who God says we are. It can be helpful at this point again to have a time of reflection. What are the things in your life from which you draw your sense of being loved, being of worth, being useful and being significant? Can you name any idols in your life? The things you put in your bucket down the well? The things you depend on to get these needs met? Instead of your source being your Heavenly Father? Stepping into the waterfall and living our lives in the place we were created to inhabit is a matter of choice. We can consciously choose to live under the Lordship of Christ being born again is taking the decision to let Jesus into your life and to accept his forgiveness. But it is only the beginning. There is a much deeper question. The choice is between living in the fallen world where you make the decisions, where you play God, where you know best, where you are independent, where you control life, or will you accept the invitation of the Father to join him in his story, to trust him, to let him order your days and every area of your life, to serve him 24-7, to walk as Jesus walked. The question is, will you be a disciple of the living God? I can choose where I stand to live my life. So how do I do that? How do I continually live in the waterfall? I learned to wake in the morning and declare out loud, I choose to live in the waterfall today. I would then imagine abiding in the presence of the Father. In the shower, I would imagine the water was the waterfall of his love flowing over me and through me. However, as the day progressed, often I'd find that I'd wrestled back control from him and was busy doing what I thought was best. Becoming aware of this, I would say, stop out loud and lift my hand to reject the action as I looked at the bucket in my cistern and what I was doing. And then I repented by saying sorry and I would phys physically turn. I pictured moving from the well through the cross, receiving forgiveness and being cleansed. And then in freedom, I would step into the waterfall home to the Father. I would raise my hands over my head and imagine standing in that flow of the Father's love for me which would pour over me and through me and I would state, I trust you Lord. Letting God be God, I then followed his leading 
by doing what came into my head and my heart. The outcomes of the obedience built my faith and trust. Some days I'd be doing this many times, but gradually I learnt the difference between life in and out of the waterfall. My desire to be home with the Father grew and I would hate moving out of his presence. I learnt that there were three elements to living and journeying in the waterfall. There was the way to transformation, the healing of our hearts, the renewing of our minds and the restoration of our broken image. The truth of who God is, knowing the nature, the word and the mind of God, the functions of the Trinity and our identity in him, leading us to maturity on the pathway to holiness, and the life living in the authority of Jesus as kingdom ambassadors, in the gifting and with the call of God on our lives, flowing in the Holy Spirit to fulfill the purposes of God. The invitation is for us to join God in his story, to understand his perspectives and to live in the presence of the Father, just as Jesus did.